It's the two-time Stellar Award considered, Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk? Let's go. This is Sterling Roberts, and you are listening to the Samus Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Words Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, the Thomas Voice, by appointment only. Saturdays, is Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D., at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in, and all of our podcast social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise, and let's go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of War. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio. This is Victory Over the Weight of Life with Sister Diane LeBrand. I am so happy to have you here with me. I want you to go ahead, 
If you are listening to this on Facebook, I want you to go ahead and share this message. If you are listening on tpvradionetwork.com, I want you to go ahead and share this message. Today we're going to have a good time in the Lord as always. So I urge you to come and let us enjoy ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. It is Tuesday. It is about that time that we speak, that we let it all hang loose, (laughs) y'all. We let it all hang loose, and we have a good time in the Lord. So come on in before we start. As always, we must invite the Lord in our midst, in our presence, for we can do nothing without him. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you. We give you praise and we give you the glory and the honor that is due unto your name. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you take over this show. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you spread your hands, God, and draw in from far and wide. Let your people hear your calling. Let the people, the heart begin to burn as you reach out to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that every word that is spoken today, Father, is a word that is directly from the throne of grace. We pray, Father, in Jesus' holy name that your name will continue to be praised, be glorified. Wash us in the blood of Jesus, we pray. Cleanse us from all sin and all unrighteousness. Father, we ask that you create in us a clean heart and that you renew a right spirit within us. I thank you for everyone listening. I thank you for the Newton. I thank you, God, for TPG Radio Network. Every show, we pray, God, that you bless, God, that you multiply. Open the ears of the people, God, not just in the natural, but open their ears in the spirit so that they can hear what the spirit is saying to the church and we ask all of these things in no other name than the mighty name of the lord jesus christ of nazareth and let the church say amen 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 and amen yes happy tuesday everybody happy tuesday and welcome to victory over the weight of life i am your host author and speaker Diane Lubre. It is wonderful to be with you again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, we have to always give God thanks, always give God praise, because I want you to think of something, honey. We were not, uh, how do I say that? How do I say that? It, it, it's a privilege. Let me put it like this. It is a privilege to be here. Amen. None of us deserve it, so let us never forget, amen, that we ought to say Thank you. Every day we open our eyes. You go to work. You come back. Let us say thank you to the Lord. Amen. Today I have my guest. Of course, it is Pastor Chris, who I love dearly. Pastor Chris, Sister Shanice, I love them dearly. I thank God for them, and I thank God for they are. Uh, they have given me this opportunity to be on this page. Amen. To preach and to speak the word of God, not to mention this platform is dedicated to domestic violence. So, yes, we are doing what a lot of churches will do, and that is speaking of domestic violence, because a lot of churches just, just, just sweep it under the rug. That's, you know, that's just what it is. It is what it is. They sweep it under the rug, and many victims are sitting in the church. Many victims are being hurt. And no one knows that Jesus loves them, and no one knows that Jesus cares about them and does not want them in any abusive relationship. So I just want to thank you guys again for being with me tonight. We're 
we're known to be controversial, and if I don't do my part, then I'm not part of the team. Even though I know there is no I in team, but I've got to do my part and continue to trend that who we are and what we do. Amen. Some people may not like it. Some people may like it. Some people may hate it. Some people may love it. But everything we're going to do, we're going to do it to the glory of the Lord God Almighty. So tonight, our topic tonight is raising our children in the admonition of the Lord. Now, I know right then and there, somebody done clicked up or somebody, girl, look what they're going to talk about. It's going to be some, it's going to be some sweet, it's going to be some sour, a little bitter, but guess what? Today, we're going to be delivered because the devil never wants us to be around people that can pour into us, who makes us stronger, who gives us strength, who encourages us. So my thing is, I said to the Lord today, give me the boldness. You put the words in my mouth, and I'm going with it. I am like Paul. I have laid down my life. I have poured out my life as water before God. And my thing is, God, use me in whatever capacity you want to use me. So today, again, please help me welcome Pastor Christopher Newton. Oh. What? <laughs> Welcome, what? Pastor Chris. Welcome, God. Pastor Chris. How are you? I am good. I'm excited to be on this evening, and we about to turn some heads and lose some folks, but yes. it's okay because yes. you're listening to the most controversial radio station in the land. So I'm ready. Say that again. Yes. Yes. Amen. I'm so happy to have you here. You know, I'm pretty sure our listeners can hear that smile on my face. So we have, we have, what, an hour? We got less than an hour because I've been yapping, yo, because we got less than an hour. So, uh, Pastor Chris, help us, sister, understand Proverbs 22, verse 6. Because the Bible tells us how we ought to raise our children. And yet we see our children acting all kind of ways. Now, this is, this is one thing. Now, before somebody said, Diane, my kids are grown. They can do whatever they want. I understand you. I hear you. So are mine. But the Bible tells us that when they are in our homes, when we, bring, when we bring them home from that hospital, there is a certain way we are to raise them, and that is in the admonition of the Lord. We are to raise our children in the fear of the Lord. We are to let our children know this is the lifestyle that we are going to live. That means Sunday we're going to church. Back in the day, Growing up on the island, back in the days, we had Sunday school, then we had Sunday service, then we had Sunday evening service. So on Tuesdays, we had Bible st- uh, prayer meeting, and I think on Thursdays, we had Bible study or vice versa, and on Friday, it was choir rehearsal, and on Saturday, it was the young people, and back to Sunday. I remember going to church so much that when my friends at school would talk about the television shows, we had no clue because we were not stuck to TV like children are today. Pastor Chris, let me hear you. Well, we have a serious problem in today's ways 
of raising children. Now, hmm. this is why this is a very controversial subject, because a lot of people have different ways of raising children. Well, Come the on one here. thing that really stirred the pot was this thing called time out. Now, I know ah. you remember that, you know, way back in the day, they came out with this concept that parents need to discipline their kid by putting them in time out. Uh-oh. You're starting so, off. you just straight starting off, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we got less than an hour, so I just got to pull out all yeah. the guns. You know, these, you know we, we got to get it in. So Amen. time out was one of those things that really messed us up. And the fact that these kids are getting a lot more smarter, tech savvy, mm-hmm. and see, mm-hmm. I have young kids now. See, most of my other kids set of kids are grown. Now, right. these kids now have TikTok, mm-hmm. Snapchat, this mm-hmm. chat, that chat, mm-hmm. everywhere a chat chat. <laughs> now, if you become a man or woman that is raising your children according to the statues of the word of God, there's mm-hmm. going to be some issues. I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. it real. Because... Amen. These kids now can record you, they yep. can edit it, send yep. it to the police, and the hmm. next thing you know, you're getting a knock on knock, your knock. door, and the police yes, is like, uh, hello, sir, ma'am, uh, we got a, a video message from a, uh, a minor, and we would like mm-hmm. to talk with you. And then, of course, you're explaining yourself, and then they show you the Snapchat, and you ready mm-hmm. to ring the kid off. You know, you ready to wring the kid's neck again. I'm just saying. I mean, come on. When I, I mean, when this is a whole different ball game, and I get it. Hold I up. understand mm-hmm. times have changed and all that. I get it. But see, the one thing that has stuck with me in my lifetime, sparing the rod, is going to definitely spoil, spoil the child. I don't care how much sprinkles you put on it. I don't care how many cliches you throw on it. If you're schooling your child, they're going to have some issues, not only later in life, issues inside your home. Because they will get to an age where they want to embarrass you in public. Now, I already Mm. warned my kids, I don't mind sitting in the cell because you're not going to (laughs) disrespect me in public. I'm sorry. I don't care what the laws are, but as a pastor, I know what my Bible says. And until they say the Bible's laws do not apply, I have a right as a man of God to apply what the Word of God says. Still. Come on. Just saying. So I'm not talking about beating your kids senseless. senseless. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about starving your kids. That's not what I'm saying. That's abuse. Right. Right. Discipline right. and abuse are two different things. Now, different if you're things. one of those parents that get carried away with whipping your kid, then something wrong with you. This Sometimes the, yeah. you need to control your anger. Yes, we get upset as parents, but we yeah. have to control our anger. Control Amen. your anger. Learn how to discipline your child in a way where they'll know that mommy and daddy ain't playing that. 
and they're not right. going to try you in public because I'm telling you, right. you may not want to listen to it's, what I got to say right now, but it's, it's guaranteed that. that they will embarrass you in public. Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's funny you say that because we were traveling last weekend. And when I tell you I wanted to pull a belt and get somebody's little tail to see these children, especially in this day and time, when pedophilia is running rampant, when they are snatching little children, where they are killing little children, and children are coming up missing by the thousands, and to see parents who are just allowing their children to run around the airport. There are people, and the thing is, is at the airport, nobody is standing still. Everybody's moving. So somebody could snatch your kid, and you don't even know which way they go because somebody's going to the bathroom, somebody's coming out, somebody's going to this way, that way, in and out the stores. You don't even know. And I'm watching these kids, and you can tell these kids have no further parents. Because the way they talk back to the parents, and we're not talking about teenagers. We're talking about two-year-olds. We're talking about three-year-olds. We're talking about five-year-olds. We're talking about seven-year-olds. We're talking about kids who understand what it means to mean sit down. Now, mind you, a one-year-old, two-year-old, I have a two-year-old granddaughter, you know, and when I say Nana, say sit down. She tries to wiggle her little step, Nana, hold on to you because I know what it's like. And coming from the place of abuse, of sexual abuse, I am not going to give another pedophile the opportunity to snatch my grandkid and do to her what was done to me. I have to be extra yeah. vigilant. So when we talk about training our children in the admonition of the Lord, we're not telling you not to give them any freedom. We're not telling you not to let them have fun. We're saying there is a structure because if we don't follow that structure, like you said, they will embarrass us. Our jail cells are filled with children who just got timed out, who just got their phone taken away. Our jail cells are filled with children who parents thought when they said no, oh, that's so cute, he said no, and she said no. And now they are sitting in jail for whatever reason. We tell our children, when you go to the store, don't touch nothing. It's not that we don't want them or we don't want to buy them anything. We're trying to stop the spirit of theft in before it even gets started. Because there are so exactly. many people who go going to and throw out of the, the stores in the mall, and they're kleptomaniacs. They're stealing their lying, and you don't know what's going on. So we're not, it's like you said, we're not saying beat your children, but we're saying to you this day, your child, if you don't discipline them, the law is going to discipline them. And I'm not going exactly. to make a big to-do, whoop-to-do, but... And I'm not trying to bring race into this because there's a whole lot of stuff going on that does not get in the media, but certain things, they, they, they make it extra big. And your child, especially if they're a certain ethnicity, they're going to blow it up. They're going to lie and make it look like what it's not or what it is, what it's not. You understand what I'm saying? So we have mm-hmm. to tell our children, this is, this is, God gave the ocean a, a border. God said, you come to the shore. And you roll back in. Why is it so hard that we as parents can't say the same thing to our parents? Pastor Chris, you're on. Oh, well, see, again, we, you know, we 
Because, see, the good thing about me being a younger pastor, I'm stuck in the middle of generations. Because our my generation, all that getting the switch and getting the uh, frying pan and all that craziness, <laughs> see, that stopped in my generation. Yeah. See, yes, and, and after that, it started getting watered down. But um, right. the one thing that I can say, when it comes to the generation of old, like we call them Big yes. Mama or Grandmama, all them, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. I double dare you to tell Big Mama, I would like to speak to you, ma'am, about abusing mm. your grandson. I, I guarantee you. you those officers will not even think twice. Why? Because there's a respect there. See, Thank you. this is what I'm trying to impose. It's not about beating your kids senseless. It's about developing right. a respect factor. Yes, there are different Thank ways you. of doing it. I understand that. But when your kids get of age, because I did the same thing, and I have a mark on my forehead for the rest of my oh life boy. to make oh sure that I will never, ever disrespect my mother. Even at 45 years old, I will never right disrespect now. my mother. Why? Right now. Because I was feeling myself. I was having my little part-time job. Oh, you I had wrong. my little muscles going on. My little oh, hairs on my face. And I'm thinking I'm grown. <laughs> Guess what? My mom was you just were. listening to me, mouthing off. And the next thing I know, I wake up in my Ow. bed with a knot on my forehead. Why? See? Because there was a lack of respect. Hmm. And I was knocked clean off my back. Because my mom didn't have a man at the time. She had to be my dad Come on. and my mom. Come on. And Come on. you know what? Somebody's going to say, oh, that's extreme. Well, back yeah, then, that was accepted. Just saying. Right. Now, right. yeah, frying pan's a little extreme. Yeah. Right. But We're I needed it. Because right. when I think about it, sis, I needed it. Because my mom hmm. wasn't going to knock me out with her fish. She was cooking dinner. So she took the, <laughs> the first thing she saw, and she hit me with it. Just saying. So oh my God. See, I'm not saying I'm not saying or suggesting that, was right. that we right. do that today. Right. That's not what I'm saying. My point right. is there was respect smacked into me. Literally. Now right. we don't have that same respect now. These kids now, right. they're coming out thinking they grown. I have a four year old. Yeah. She tried me yeah. every day. She's four. Mm. Mm. Just saying. So I'm mm. I'm understanding that it's more to this story than just black and white. Right. Because the fact of the matter is, we can go into the spiritual side of things and say that the devil is trying to take our generations with Come the on. S out. Why? On, and that. how is he doing it? Through social media, through lack yeah. of communication. Because these kids yeah. are communicating. They're emojiing and texting. Mm -hmm. How is that communicating? And parents don't understand. Exactly. So, 
for the point you made, sis, about someone getting abducted or a child getting abducted. They giving mm-hmm. you all these emojis, mom, help, emoji, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. You looking at mm-hmm. your phone like, what are you talking about? Right. See, these are the things. These are the things right here that have a gap. So as parents, we have to kind of stay on the learning curve constantly mm-hmm. with the technology, how these children mm-hmm. are communicating, and how we can be effective in it. Because kids don't yeah. talk no more. Like, no. They be on their phones. No. We having dinner at the table. Everybody on their tablet or their phone, and they text messaging yeah. you, and you sitting right there. Come and you have on. no clue what they think. Yes. I no. remember my I remember my friend. <laughs> I hope she's listening. I remember my friend. She was reading something on her daughter's phone or something and it said L O L and she did not know what L O L means. She was trying to she was like, Leave me alone. She's like, Well, that doesn't make sense, leave me alone. And I have to say to her, that means laugh out loud. And it's like you say our kids, they don't use the words like we used back then. Back then, we were fresh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> back then, back then, you lean with that gangster lean. They don't do that uh, anymore. No. They don't look the same anymore. You are looking at no. six-year-old that looks like 12. You're looking at 12-year-old yep. that looks 16. And you're looking at 16-year-old yep. that looks 21. And nowadays, they think they know everything. And our <laughs> no, world is not no. what our world is not what it was 30 years ago. No. Our world is not what it was 20. I was looking at I was looking at one of the kids uh, one of the kids station right. And these uh-huh. kids are talking about what the world is like in today's day. And she was like, our world today is not what it was. I'm like, you were not even here when 911 happened. <laughs> How can you tell what our world is today when you were not here 21 years ago? When you were here 20, wow. they have no clue. But no. what the media is feeding our children. Exactly. And parents, parents are more apt to park their kids in front of a TV let the TV raise them so when the kids come and the kids say blah, 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 and you try to correct them, oh, no, well, that's not what this and such said. That's not what this musician say. That's not what this pop star say. So now our pop stars, our musicians have more influence in, in our children's lives, and we are supposed to have the influence because we are supposed to raise them in a specific manner according to the Word of God. Hello. So what do you, you know? This is hmm? ooh, I, I being that I have daughters. Okay. For me, this is a whole new learning curve. I have a 10-year-old like you just said. I have a 10-year-old that's developing into a young lady. That's My freaking God. me out. I okay. got a 4-year-old that's trying to be 10 years old. That's freaking okay. me out. So I'm like, okay, I got a 10-year-old that's developing into a teenager. She's 10. So this is what's going on right now. As a father, you mean to tell me if somebody that's as old as me is coming up to my 10-year-old daughter, I'm going to have Smith and Wesson on my left and my right and a taser. All right. My girls think I'm lying. 
But I guarantee you, I'm going to make sure whether I'm rolling in a wheelchair by then or not. Okay. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to strike fear in these young bucks' minds because they have no respect. They Mm -hmm. have no consideration. And I'm going to be that old school man. You can lock me up like Medea 300 times. But I'm okay. going to make sure there's some discipline in my children. I, the yeah. Females are different, and I'm learning that. I can't be like I was with boys. I can't say, let's go box. Right. Can't do that with a girl. Right. <laughs> so I have to be <laughs> different in my approach, and I'm learning because as a man, regardless of what you say in today's time, a man's voice does something to a female. I don't care yeah. if they're three, and I don't care if they're 50. When a man yeah. is saying something, it's like a little hair that goes in the back of your neck that stands up when a man's saying right. something because it's in your right. DNA. But, of course, we learn right. different things as we get older. And like I said, I'm learning mm-hmm. there's different things in different ways, especially the women of the Caribbean. I'm not trying to be yeah. funny, but y'all hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Your heart is your heart is pain. So yes. you, you can't just be like, look, look, babe, I said. Y'all be like, what? Right. Don't I go like that. What? What? They're like, no. What? No, you know, so mm-hmm. you ready to fight. Right. And I'm like, um, wait a minute. I'm not trying to fight. I'm just trying to make my point across. But see, in that's why you have to know your culture. That's why you have to know your lady. You have to know their tolerance. You have to know mm-hmm. when to say something, when not to. It's been nothing. a whirlwind for me understanding the mm-hmm. culture and how to talk. Right. Because right. to her, she's ready to fight, sis. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Since you're not listening to me using a soft tone, I need to get more aggressive. Right. But to her, oh, those are fighting words. Wait a minute. Yes. So you're you're confusing me. Exactly. So it's fighting words. So that's like, because I'm learning that. Because I I watch some tape and I listen to how she communicates with the male (laughs) figures and her family and things like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. So the louder the man gets, the louder she gets. And the more aggressive the voice is, the more aggressive she gets. So how can I make my point across without ready to fight? Right. That's the challenge. And that's what I've been learning for the last five years, how to do that. I still don't got it all together, sis. Just saying. You you know where I'm coming from. I'm quite sure Marcus feel a little bit of that when... You know, you and him have some conversation. I'm quite sure. But yes. Yeah. I am. That's I, a whole I totally thing. agree with that. I totally agree with that because <laughs> because and and that's a good point you brought up. That's a that's an excellent point you brought up. How not every culture raises children in the same way. Being exactly. from the Caribbean and coming to America, children are raised. Two different ways. I had an opportunity to visit Africa, and the way I saw the children, it's different. I had an opportunity to visit Dubai, and I'm watching the children walk with their parents. I didn't see none of them little kids running around. Nope. None. 
everybody is now somebody somebody will see that daddy is stern and daddy says stop and they would say, oh, my God, that's so mean to talk to that child in such an aggressive manner. But it's been exactly. proven, even in the family of an elephant. And they were showing, I remember they were showing this uh, commercial or something, uh, a documentary or something it was. When there is no father figure in the animal, in, in, in the, the, the elephant family, if there are any young male elephants, they go into a thing called musk, and and once they go into musk, I guess that's where they say you starting to you starting to smell yourself. I guess that that's kind of like that. Yeah. And once <laughs> they go into musk, these ele- these young elephants, they act a fool. They don't listen to the women. They they don't respect what the women say. So what they started doing, they started introducing, and I mean big males. Into the family of that of that uh, elephant, don't you know? Within days, homeboy got out of musk simply because there is a man. Now the elephant, he never raised his voice, he never blew his trunk. Just the presence of him being there. So that says to me, fathers, where you at? Because you have a responsibility, especially if you say you are a Christian. Especially if you say you are a man of God, you have a responsibility to make sure that our sons and our daughters are growing up. Because after all, the man is the priest of the house. So we have to make sure that everything is on point. So I believe if we can get more of a control of our children when there is a male figure in the house, because as a single mom, I raised my two last babies as a single mom, okay? And yeah. the way I see my older son, my second son does not act like that at all. Why? Because mm-hmm. I tried to raise a boy from a woman perspective of what it means to be a man to raise him according to the word of God. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if if that man is there, now if, if you don't believe in God, then I, I don't expect you to raise your children in the admonition of the Lord. I don't expect that. But still, even if you're not a Christian, you still should have a say-so. And when you say stop or sit down or shut up, there should be a hush that comes over that child. And, and a lot of people, like I said, they'll say, oh, wow, this is so mean. Why you being so aggressive? Let the children express themselves. There is a place for a child to express themselves, and there is a place for a child to sit down and be quiet. There is a place when parents just allow kids to just blow off steam, and then there are places that child needs to be by your side. You going shopping, that child should be stuck to you like glue because somebody can come around that quick. That quick and snatch your kid and you wouldn't even know because you're so busy looking at the prices. You're so busy trying to figure out, oh, what color do I want? Would I pick this blouse? And why are you doing this blouse and that blouse? That child have walked over to the next aisle and that predator is watching and waiting eagerly. 
And next thing you know, your child is snatched up. Looking for that baby, you can't find that baby. Why? I'm not saying that makes anybody a bad parent, but I'm saying mm -hmm. there are bad people out there. And when we don't teach our children right from wrong, it makes them easier pickings for the wicked one. Correct. Correct. And see, there, there, is, there is a tie here because... Who's the prince and the lord of the air? I'm going Come somewhere. On. The Come music on, that's being played. Come on. The TikTok. Yeah. The Snapchat. Twitter. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. My point is this. The lord of the air, he is trying to take as many people out as possible. That's his Come job. Come on. Come and on. And when he... Gains access to the airway, it causes issues. Now, yeah. when you are a man of God, whether you're a man of God as a pastor, whether you're just a regular man that goes to church or or has a relationship, mm -hmm. that's another key point. I'll get to that later. Relationship. When you have a relationship with God, it's a difference. See, we can throw mm -hmm. religion at folks. Look where it got me. Yeah. It took me what half my life just to get back to God because of religion. Come on. Uh oh. Come on. And I'm Come quite on. sure Sister Deanne got her story too, and everybody else that's yes. listening has their story. Yes, the Bible mm. has fundamental truths, but see, we've been so religious with our stuff. Uh oh. See, I'm, mm. I'm about to get started, and I'm trying to be. I'm trying yes, to be you, nice. Yes, you are. We. We've been so religious with our doctrine, we never taught relationship, so how can never. we have a relationship with our children and be effective in our discipline when we can't even have a relationship with God? Uh-oh. Go with that. Go with that. We, we can't even have a relationship with God. I'll say it one more time. The fact of the matter is, we've been taught so many cliches, we've been taught so many candy cane stuff in some, I'm not going to say all, some churches that you wonder why we have having issues with the young people. Come on. We're not teaching people how to love. We're not teaching people how to love past the pain or love past the headache. Or love past the undisciplined. See, Come Jesus on. had a knack for loving our knuckleheads past our ignorance. Pass. See, they don't want to hear this part. See, I've been studying this. And I understand now how of a knucklehead I was. Can I Come imagine on. what the next generation that's coming up going to be like? Because we're not getting... No sound doctrine anymore. See, we are lost on. ten people just on that comment. But so see, if, all so I'm Pastor saying Chris, is, so if we, yes. So I was gonna say. Go so when our kids look at us and they see we are not doing what we're supposed to do concerning the Lord, how can we teach them anything? Because the first thing you're going they're gonna say, well, why should I obey what you said? You don't obey God either. Exactly. And that happens in a lot of homes that 
go to church every Sunday, mm-hmm. every Wednesday, every Thursday, mm-hmm. every day of the mm-hmm. week. Look, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how many times you go to the building. The church starts with you. If you don't develop a relationship for yourself, you're attending the building to go and mm-hmm. get an experience that you can get by yourself. Uh-oh. Come on. Did COVID-19, Sister Deanne, did it? Did that teach anybody anything? No. Because we still trying to run to the church house. God, see, oh. see, this is this is going with what we're talking about because, see, we get so much caught up in our regiment. I got to go to church. I got to serve on yeah. the committee. I got to do this and do that and do this. COVID took that. Now we lost. Oh, okay, so since I can't go back to the church house to serve, I might as well go back to the club and serve. Uh-oh. Come on. Or, 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 or I might as well go back and hang out all night long, leave the kids home by themselves, drop it like it's hot, come back home, all twisted, and then we go to church Wednesday night service. Uh-oh. Come on. But come see, on. we don't have church as usual. But see, this is what's being promoted now, because now everybody's opening up the church houses now. Yep. So this whole experience, the end for a whole year should have taught us that we are the church. Now, I'm not knocking the building. I'm not saying don't go fellowship. But what I am saying is, yeah, you cannot understand who Christ is if you don't put in the work yourself. How do you expect to keep a marriage? How do you expect to keep a relationship with your kids? How can mm-hmm. I expect to keep a relationship with the family of TPV when I'm not even trying to have a relationship with you? That's Uh-oh. right. That's you can right. ask Sister our, Deanne. Simple. Yes, our kids, if they uh, need we are me, I'm there. Mm-hmm. If they need to talk to me, I'm exactly. there. See, we're not yeah. accessible anymore. You don't have to yeah. call my phone and say, well, if this is Sister Deanne, I have hmm. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays open. Leave a message, <laughs> and I will get back to you promptly. Come on. <laughs> this is what we're doing now. Now, if you have a big church, I get it. But if you only got right. 50 to 100 members, come on. Come on. You have time. I'm just saying. Right. It's not right. that serious. But anyway, right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I went there, but uh, there was some points to it. Because relationship is critical. We blame the church why our kids are acting out. But it's actually mm-hmm. you. Uh-oh. They're mm-hmm. going to be mad with that one, too. Mm-hmm. That We That's get okay. mad at the church because they ain't teach us nothing, how to raise our kids. Mm-hmm. Well, if mm-hmm. you went home and studied your word, it's not the church's responsibility to teach you how to That's raise right. your kids. But see, right. we have in some churches now, we got daycares now in church. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. So so the daycare worker in the church, we dump Susie or JJ to the daycare worker because mm-hmm. we want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. They go to their little children's church or whatever it is. They call we pick it. them up after service. Mm-hmm. And then we get a pull to the side by by Sister Janie because mm-hmm. our kids were showing out. 
Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me be quiet. I'm sorry. As we say that, as we, Pastor Chris, you 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 hit the nail directly on the head because I was this young girl I was helping, and she had kids, right? And she had a son, and I guess he was acting up and stuff or whatever. And then this is the comment she made. She said, during school hours, he is not her problem. That's the mama. That's the mama. Okay? So no longer now are we raising our kids. We're sending our kids to school so they can be raised. We are supposed to be sending our kids to school to get an education. We do the raising at home. And the school is supposed to teach them. Why is it they have detention? Because the parents are expecting for the kids to be taught by the teacher life lessons that are supposed to be taught at home. And again, many of our jail cells are filled with children who never heard the word no. Especially mm-hmm. no. There are parents who cannot say no to their children. There are parents huh? who have gone into debt for their children. There are parents nope. whose marriages have broken up because of the children because they tend to put the children first and not the exactly. marriage. See, here's what I've learned about kids. If oh. you let them, they will destroy the whole house. They will come to yep. daddy, and they will, especially them little girls, and they will blink their little uh-huh. daddy. You know, yep. I just wanted to, and mommy didn't. And you're the best daddy in the world, and I just love mm-hmm. you so much, daddy. And he, what do you want, princess? Well, I just wanted to go yep. to the mall to hang out with my friends. Never tell him, daddy. You have a paper to write, and mama say you can't do nothing <laughs> until you write that paper. <laughs> so now, so now, mama comes home and is like. Where's little Ashley? Oh, she's at the mall. Mm-hmm. Why is she at the mall? Oh, mm-hmm. I told her she can go. Why did you tell her to go when I told you she couldn't go? Oh, because she came and did she tell you she had a paper <clears throat> to write that is due Monday morning? Oh, no, I didn't know that. So they know how to come between mom and dad, uh-huh. and they know how to manipulate. And it's worse when they have to go spend weekend with mom or dad and come back home because there's one child with mama and then one child with daddy and that one child will split and put mom and daddy in a whirlwind that they don't even know what's happening but but if we teach them right you're not supposed to lie you know you're not supposed to lie our kids already know what it means to manipulate they already know what it means to I mean, not just keep lies, like, like you know, when they were one and you say, or, or two, and you say, did you eat the cookie? Mm-mm. With the cookie crumbs all over their face? Let me see your hand. Mm-hmm. And they put their hand, the cookie in the left hand, <laughs> and they show you the right hand. Let me see the other hand. And they put the right hand, like, like, like you can't see them. We're talking about massive lies. And they are mm-hmm. doing things. And what we need to realize, parents, we're not telling you don't love your children. We're not telling you don't give your children good things. We're not telling you don't have fun with your children. Everything is balanced. It's a balanced, it's a balanced life. Life cannot be all about fun and games. And life cannot be all about serious. But life has to be balanced. You cannot not punish a child 
is that child like? Now, I'm not going to tell you to do to them what my mother would do to me. My mother, mm-hmm. mm, she would take her hand, and I remember it would literally try to bust your lip or knock your teeth out your mouth. Now, that's with, that right there is called abuse. Exactly. That's the kind of mother I had. Okay, we're not telling you to do that, but when your child lied to you, if you can still paddle that bottom, you paddle that bottom. And I'm not telling you, go ahead and get a a, a whatever. You can take your hand and pop, 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 thou shalt not lie. The next time they decide to lie, they're going to think twice. And what we're teaching our children is this. The Bible says that God, he hates liars. And he said that all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. So whether you believe in hell or not, I choose to believe because the Bible say there is. And if he says, train up your child in the way that they should go so when they get old, they don't depart. Now, do they depart? Heck, I departed. But guess what? That foundation you lay down in them, I don't care how far they go. I don't care what they do. They will come back home because that foundation that you laid in them to let them know there is a God. And for all the stupid and crazy things that you are doing, there is a day of recompense coming. And when they get older, you can talk to them in, you know what I'm saying, I guess you say a little more harsh because now you know better. You don't talk to a five-year-old like you talk to a 16-year-old. But at the same time, you don't let a five-year-old act like 16, and you don't let a 16-year-old act like a five-year-old. I remember yep. we were going to church, and this grandmother was bringing her, well, how old was it? It was like 15, 16. So, you know, after Sunday school, getting ready, going to service, the boy is laid across an aisle of chairs. Like, why is this grown boy laying on a, oh, he needs a nap. For what? He goes to school all day. He's 16 years old. He's in high school. Does he take a nap in school? We don't respect God. We don't respect the house of God. So if we do that, how are our Uh children supposed to respect us when they see we are blatantly disrespecting and disobeying God? Pastor Chris, you go. Wow. See, see, I'm trying to be nice. And, you know, since... Since you're on with me, we don't have a time limit. Just saying. But anyway, if we go, if we go over, we go over. So anyway, uh, see, we have to see exactly what's going on, right. assess the situation, yeah, and execute. See, right. It's different now, and you're right because my daughter does that now. She's my first daughter. You know, of course, mm-hmm. I adopted Tajanique as my adopted mm-hmm. daughter, but she's my first actual blood daughter. You know what I mean? But I yeah, love yeah, both yeah, I of got, them equally. Right. But so she that one knows, right there. Yeah, but that one right there, yeah. Shanice Jr. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Uh, 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 little Chris. Are you going to be so much right trouble? Are you going to be that one right you. there. That cruise I go get you. Oh yeah. Boy. But see, I got. Oh. I'm speaking the truth though, because that was a perfect example. Because my four year old knows how to pull on my heartstrings. She knows how to mm-hmm. do it. Very good at it. She does a little. Daddy. 
and today mm-hmm. it kind of, it hurt my heart and it really hurt I'm like man I'm being I'm, maybe I'm being too mean but I had to draw a line because she right. had school she had an assignment she had to do testing and she was blatantly okay. not doing the work so okay. I can't reward her for something that she wasn't doing so for me to say, okay, here, here's my phone, baby, because she loves using my phone. That's why I'm having mm-hmm. delays. So if you've been calling me and texting me, my daughter's been having my phone. So I apologize. So we'll try to work that out, you know, soon. But anyway, <laughs> that's what happens when you have a four-year-old. But anyway, right. she, see, she loves using my phone. So today it's no phone. Her mom, too. <laughs> I told her mom, and I said no phone. No. That's it. She's constantly, come, daddy, I love you. Because she knows no. it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. She knows it works for some stuff. Yeah. But I had to stand my ground. My point is right. this. I had to stand my ground. As much as it hurt me, I had to stand my ground. And oh, it will good. register with her. So when the next time she decides to pull something like that, she'll think twice because she don't want daddy's phone. So I need to do my schoolwork so I can have the reward of using daddy's phone. See, it's little things like that. Like that. Come on. It's little things that will make your discipline stick. Yelling and screaming at a girl ain't going to because they're going to get all emotional and cry because I get that yeah. now from my 10-year-old going on 16. Oh, Dad, mm. it's too insensitive. Oh. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, give me a break in the back of my head, right? I'm like, oh, give me a break. So, yeah. you know, and then, and then I'm telling my wife, I said, well, being soft ain't working. So if I go off and be Dad, now I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I don't understand these girls. Like today, today was one of those days. I said I don't understand girls. Maybe I need to go back into the huddle and talk to some women or some men that raise some girls that are close to the age bracket I've been in. I'm in now, so they can give me some pointers because I don't have no hair no more, so I can't pull it out. So you know, I don't know what to do. So, but anyway. It's a learning, and see, this is what I love about it, because I'm learning something new. I'm not giving up the values that were taught to me, but I have to learn how to execute them differently and still get the same result. result. Right. Right. I don't think they heard that. I'm trying to do something different, but still get the same result. result. You can still utilize the technology. You can still utilize that, and you can use right. it as your as your whip or switch as we right. go in the back right. and pick from the tree. Right. You can utilize that stuff because right. I guarantee you, take the phones from your kids. I, I, hmm. I beg you, take it from Change. them for at least 15 Change. minutes. Right. I guarantee you, they will have a fit. They will... Think the end of the world is here. here. They won't know what to do with themselves. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, mom and dad is the worst mom and dad in the world. Oh, no. So, see, 
this is what I'm saying. These kids are born with this technology. They're born with it. Yes, they are. How can a yes, two-year-old know how to scroll a phone? I don't Think know. about it. These I kids don't know. My granddaughter, I don't know. born with it. Yeah. yeah. They already, it's already in their DNA. So whatever mm-hmm. they're giving these mamas now, what we're eating, all this stuff. Jesus. This stuff is totally mm. changing the game of how these kids are developing their hormones, yep. all that yep. stuff. Just look at the, the, the generation right now. They're Amen. in elementary school, Sister Deanne, and they looking like Ooh. they're in junior high. Yep. Come and on. And they're lying about it. Yep. Exactly. And if you yep. don't monitor your kids' stuff, they can get themselves mm-hmm. in a whole lot of trouble because they look older yes. than they are. So as yes. mothers and fathers, we got to check their TikToks, their Snapchats, yes. all that stuff that they got with their 12 accounts. We got to go through all of it. And I'm sorry I said but, it, but it's the truth. Yes, That's Pastor, how we can Pastor, eliminate uh, some of the stuff. Yes. Go yes. ahead. Pastor Chris, go ahead, sis. Now, do you know there are parents that would say, uh, that invading of their privacy. You you pay for the phone. You're paying pay for the service. For, and yeah, and then say, say well, you can't have my phone. You can't go to my phone. Well, that's invasion of their privacy. Who told you that? You can't go in their exactly. room and, and, and search around. Who told you that? Who pays for the mortgage? You or them. Who's buying the food that they're eating? You or them? Who's exactly. buying the clothes that they're wearing? Sometimes you can't even blame these kids with some of the things that they wear because mama is buying it. You can't you 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 can't blame them the way they act. Why? Because that's the way they see mama act. So pardon this terminology, but if they see mama acting like a hoochie mama, what do you think you're saying to your kids? Go ahead and do the same thing. And then when a brother turn around and call them the B word, then they want to get all upset. But then you hear women, young girls growing up, calling each other the B word and saying they the baddest B and this is, I am the head B in charge and whatnot. But you turn around and you call back to them, you know, don't call me. Wait, wait a minute. I'm a woman like you, and I'm confused. So if I'm confused, far less a man being confused. So again, again, we're not trying to tell you how to run your house. We're trying to tell you your cute, cute, cute little baby, and your cute, cute, cute little daughter, and your cute, cute, cute little son. If they don't get the correction at home, the judge will be too happy to do it. If they oh, don't yeah. get the discipline at home, the correctional officer has no problem choking them out in their cell. If they don't get that discipline that they supposed to get at home, they would look you in the face and cuss you out, and there's nothing you can do. The, I, as bad as my mother treated me, the horrible abuse I got from my mother, I never opened my mouth and cussed her. Never opened my mouth once and cussed her. Did I feel like doing it? Yes. But at the same time, there was a fear in me that said, okay, although she's not treating you right, you still got to respect her because she's your mother. Nowadays, exactly. kids don't care. They call their mamas the B word. 
They tell their yeah. mamas F you. They tell the things I saw this this uh video on, on, on Facebook and the way I was like, Who is he talking to? His mama and I'm and this B right here and this M F right there and she's trying to I'm like, That's his mama? Yeah. That's now see I, I See, there that, is no way, like mm-hmm. I say, Pastor Chris, and like you say, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. do just about anything for my kids. I won't let nobody hurt my kids. My kids are all adults, and there's nothing I won't do for them, anything illegal or to that sort of whatever. I'm not talking about that. But my kids need me. I try to be there in whatever capacity that they need me, but at the same time, you feel like you're that big, you're that bad, and that you're so much of a man or a woman, and you talk to me crazy. Oh, baby, you on your own. You exactly. on your own. Now there are a lot of there are a lot of parents. I won't do that because I know the word of God. I know when you speak nasty things and curses over your children, it sticks. I'm not gonna curse you, but I'm gonna say you are not allowed to come to my house anymore. You are not allowed to have any kind of being any kind of celebration because the way you talk to me until you get yourself together you cannot come to my house you cannot fellowship with me now there are some parents that be like oh my god that's so cruel but that is still your child and that, and yes yes and yes but at the same time not because i love you that means i'm gonna water down my standard and myself and let you talk to me like one of your little friends on the street I don't play that. Hello. So you have two choices. Respect me and my house, or you stay away. That's it. I cannot go. If if my mother and I were cool, I would go to her house. Respect. I see children who grow up, and they go to their mama's house. They bring their boyfriends. They sleep in, and they have mm-hmm. sex with their boyfriends in mama's house. Like, mama is there. No. No. That yeah. one don't fly. I've never done that. Never done that. We go visit mom. My ex-husband, I go, we stay in a hotel because you're grown. You got to do what grown people do. You buy and you yep. protect yourself and you take care of yourself like grown folks supposed to be. And I'm watching these mothers who let their sons bring their girlfriends in their house. And we're not talking about grown folks. We're talking about 16, 17, 18, still in school. Ooh. And you're going to bring her in the house. And you're sleeping in my bed. Doing what grown folks do. But y'all don't want to get married and and, and be adult and be disciplined about it. So this this subject is so big. It's so thick and it's so wide. And we have tried to to go different directions with that. But it is so vast. And in spite of what direction you go, you're going to find somebody that disagree, oh, I don't, there's going to be some system, oh, I don't need no man to help me raise my kids, exactly. I can do all things by myself through Christ who strengthens me, well, go on with your bad self then, go yeah. on with your bad self, we're not telling you you cannot raise them, but I can guarantee you, a woman, I don't care how bad you are, you can be Zena warrior princess, you can do black flip on your, on your horse, I don't care, there is not a woman on earth that can teach a boy all the ways he needs to be a man. We can teach you how to wash. We can teach you how to clean up. We can teach you how to put a button on your shirt. But when it comes to a man, 
We cannot teach a boy what that means. We can only teach them what it what we think a man should be like. A man could only teach a girl what he thinks a girl should be like or a young lady should be like because you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you don't know like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like like it's, it's, you're not smart or anything. We are wired differently. The Bible told exactly. the men to treat us as a weaker vessel. He's not saying we are weaker vessels, but he's saying to treat your wife as the weaker vessel. What does that mean? You have to treat her as Christ treats the church. He died for the church. He sanctifies the church. He provides for the church. He protects the church. When you're sleeping, he's up. When you're worrying, he's on the, on the right hand of the Father, ever making intercession for us. That's what we need. And if we don't know the word of God, we have all these kids running around. No direction. My friend was at the mall the other day, and she said, you mean to tell me this is how this boy is dressed? I said, well, she said, he has his pants literally under his behind. I'm thinking she's talking about just the sag. I'm like, you mean like you just seen the, the top of his box? She said, no. Literally, his pants is under his behind. I was like, they don't even know the meaning of your nope. pants being under your behind. That is a prison thing. And in yeah. prison, when the young men wear their pants like that, that lets you know they get down with the brothers. And now we're having to, and they think it's a fad, it's a fashion. I was like, you walking around with your behind out? And then he has a girlfriend, and she says, she, he's just all up on her. No respect for her. Why would she allow somebody like that to treat her like that? Could it be that's what, that's what mama brought home? Could it be that's what her auntie brought home? Could it be that's what's in the family and for them that's normal? So that's what we're saying. When you raise a yeah. child in the admonition of the Lord, you say, baby, you a girl. You don't go out with your cleavage all out there. You don't go out there with your skirt halfway up your thigh. You can't even bend over if, if your keys fall and pick it up. When you you so tight, if you sneeze, it falls off. We're, we're, we're not telling you you can't be sexy. You can be sexy and covered. You can be yep. a lady and still be sexy at the same time. You can wear a dress all the way to your ankles, and you can still be very ladylike, and you can be very sexy and very attractive. A brother don't have to wear his pants under his behind to be cool. Or to nope. be a man, or to be hard. But what, like I said earlier, so many parents allow the TV to do the raising of the children. And so many mm -hmm. parents, they just, they get overwhelmed. You yes. know, they get gone to work, they done got stressed out, they got tired. Oh, Lord, I'm just so tired. Let me pour me a drink. And who's raising the kids? They're raising themselves. Like you said, they're on TikTok. And they're not watching anything that's going to encourage their heart. It's not going to, they're not watching anything that's going to tell them you can do better where you are right now. You do not have to stay there. They're not telling them that. They're just watching anything. And there are some parents, they have no clue what their six, seven, eight-year-olds are watching on their little iPad and, and stuff like that. No clue. And these kids are learning things that are not, that are not in the place where a child should learn.
and and it's not that we are being uh, overly holy. It's not that we're being uh, uh, what, what's what's the word I'm saying? That that we're trying old to think fashion. that our kids are too good. Oh, that's the word. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. So old fashioned. Never go out of style. Old fashioned is in style. Three sixty, three sixty five, twenty four seven. And they don't uh, understand when a boy see you and your boobs are hanging. When your boys yeah. see you and you got your little booty and Daisy Dukes on, you know what I'm saying? You they don't look at you and say, "Oh wow, that's a pretty girl right there." I wonder yeah, what she's. You know, they only see one thing and they go for that, and then you're like, "I ain't exactly. no hope. I ain't no hope." Tone down the way you dress. Because exactly. a first impression is all they need. And when you dress like that and you look like that, you may not be, but what you got on and how you look tells another story. Pastor Chris. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, we run out of time. So I'll make this nice and short and sweet. See, when it yes. comes to the old fashion and the new fashion, okay, I was one of those kids too. Oh, that's old-fashioned, Mom. You know, I yeah. tried to sag my pants, too. You know, sagging was just coming into <laughs> style when I was young. So, but okay. it didn't go all the way down below your butt, though. We ain't, go, we ain't right. take it that far. But right. it was a fad, and I get it. But one thing my mom did, you can you can walk out this house all you want with your pants hanging off your butt, but when you yeah, walk up in here, okay. you better pull your pants up, and you okay. better put your belt on, and you better have your britches on like they supposed to be. <laughs> now, see, this is see these are the things I'm talking about. My mom wasn't saying don't be cool, but not in here. My right. mom wasn't saying be corny. But not in my house. Right. When you were in my house, I set the standard. Now, if you want to right. sag your pants below your butt when you get to school, that's on you. You do that. But when right. you get up in here, you're going to know that you're supposed to pull right. your pants up. See, that's right. what I'm saying is this. There was some respect built again. Respect was built to... I mm-hmm. had to think twice when I walked out in public. My mom was in the back of my head. So, right. yeah, I'm with my friends, but at the same time, I'm making sure my pants is, is, is all the way up while I'm with my right. friends. And they laughing at me, but I'm telling them, Yo, that's the, you know, that ain't funny, da-da-da-da. This is how you're supposed to wear your pants. Oh. Now, that ain't cool, and da-da-da-da-da. I was like, but, you know, I, 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 you know I'm sorry, man. I just got to I gotta pull my pants up. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it, it's one of those things. It'll always be in your head, especially now that I have young ladies. Sister D. Right. Dan, right. I have never seen so many young ladies wearing tight stuff. Yes. Now, yes. like we said earlier, these girls are not like 10 years old when we were growing up. We, you know, they they 10 years old and they got they develop it or they're developed yeah. at 10. And they and it's promoted to wear these t- super tight stuff all at night. Yeah. Now, yeah. what I've learned 
I know I'm not trying to make an excuse for it. I understand that in the culture, we talked about this early also, that there's certain mm-hmm. things that are worn in the Caribbean. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here in America, some of the things that are worn in Caribbean, they're going to automatically mm. assume that you easy. I'm sorry. Easy. Oh, yeah. Because if, oh, yeah. you know, y'all used to, you know, you wear the, the, the what do you call them? The, uh, the, those, uh, uh, I don't know what you call them, leggings. You wear leggings uh, and okay. pants. <laughs> what? Anyway, that's a whole nother show. I'm already in the hot water right as it is. So anyway, uh, it's little things like that. And see, with my my young ladies, I'm not going to be major pain, but I am going to make sure that, hey, babe, look, I know you want to look fly, but be tasteful. You ain't got to have your booty hanging all out. You don't have to have right. your boobies hanging all out. You can wear a nice fly top with a flare dress. It'll still mm-hmm. show you a little bump, but it ain't too tight. You know, things Thank like you. that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like a lady. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can still be tasteful. Give them mm-hmm. something to, like they said when we were growing up, the lady gives Give you him. something to chase after, something to you look at it. and admire. See, it's easy yeah. access now. You yeah. showing me everything you got, so you ain't on giving me no day. comp. On the first right. day, I see your crack. Yeah. I see all your indications. I'm sorry to be graphic, but that's just how everything. it is. And with the dudes, hmm. the same way. My pants hanging so low, you can see my stain oh my on God. my pants. Oh, oops, I'm sorry. I'm going to get in trouble with that statement. But I'm just saying, everybody wearing hmm. super tight clothes, even the dudes now wearing super tight muscle shirts, Look, dude, you got muscles, Come okay? On. I get it. But you ain't got to flaunt it. I'm just saying, where's, where's something decent so you don't get these young girls riled up? It's the same right. with the girls. Same thing. Right. You could be tasteful. You could be masculine. You could be mm-hmm. fly and sexy without putting yourself oh, out there on Front Street. I'm just saying. Yep. You could call that old yep. school all you want. But that's just how it is because I yeah. want my girls to be chased after. That's right. Not be the pick of the litter. Oh, well, she did this one. Oh, I, I can get her. Yep. She this. That one, right. I can do yeah. That, that. No, they're going to be chasing you all the way to Harvard yeah. when all you get way. your degree. And if the man really, truly likes you, he will follow you all the way to college. He get his oh, degree, yeah. you get your degree, y'all come out of college, y'all doing something, y'all building mm-hmm. businesses, y'all doing mm-hmm. things together. That's what it's all about. Oh, it God. ain't about chasing a cookie. It's about chasing right. after your dream. How can you right. afford it? You can't afford it mm-hmm. if you get pregnant at uh, 12. Guess what? Jeez. Grandma and Grandpa ain't taking care of it. Care that baby. Yeah. You got to take care of that baby. You can call that yeah. hard. We probably going to get hate yeah. mail on that statement. But it's not your yeah. responsibility to raise it's that true. child, grandma and yeah. grandpa, if you have a teen mom. It's not your responsibility. Hmm. You can help them yeah. if they you have a test. You know, if they have testing to do or they yeah. have a job. I get it. Right. But, but it's, it's not, not your, your responsibility. responsibility. You're the grandparent. Yeah. 
Your job yeah. is to spoil and give them back. That's your job. That's what I do. That's what I do. Spoil them and get and get told out to get out on in the on the bad side about how spoiled you got their kids. That's what grandmas That's and grandpas supposed to do. We raised That's our it. kids. We That's raised it. our children. It's time for us to spoil your kid, grandkids. And now you see right. what we had to go through when we was raising With your tail. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me stop. Anyway, we're running out of time. So, uh, yeah, that was my quick version and try to break it all down because this is right. a hot subject. This subject ain't going to just go in an hour and a half. This is a series right, right here because there's so yeah. many dimensions to this that we can't hit them all tonight. And hopefully right. we can get some more people up on here to give to, us to, their yes. perspectives and we'll really have them some stuff to chew on. So, ladies and right. gentlemen, if you catch us next week, I don't know if, if uh, Deanne Labrine is going to do this again, but if we do this again, I'll be back and I'll yes, make sure Mom. that you guys can call into the number. It's posted on the, on the Facebook feed. But I'll tell you over mm-hmm. the air if you're listening. It's 515-605-9873. That's the call-in number. We will cap right. you in. We will hear what you got to say. We we are in a no-judgment zone. But at the same right. time, we're going to tell you the real, real. We ain't going to sugarcoat nothing for you. So, again, it was an honor that you had me on the show. I feel important now. You had everybody else on your show except me. Yeah. But I feel I feel good now. So yeah. I, 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 I'm going to go back and, and finish up what I got to do back here. Again, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So this is the end. Back yeah. to you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> uh, Pastor Chris, thank you so much. You made that fun, amen. We were able to put a little comedy in it, but at the same time, we hope uh, you guys understand what we were trying to say, all about raising our children according to the scriptures. The Bible tells us if we spare the rod, we will spoil the child. We're not saying go upside your kid's head. We're not saying beat them until they're black and blue. We are saying you have got to discipline your children. It is okay to tell them no and let them scream until they fall asleep because they're coming in a time when they're going to say no. Because here's the thing. If you always give your child what they always want, when they go to the store and they cannot have what they want, they're going to steal it. If they find a man that or a woman that tells them, I give it to you if you do this or you do that, because they never heard the word no, they are going to give in. We want you to love your children. We want you to protect them, but at the same time, We have got to raise them in the way that the Lord taught us. Children, obey your parents. Pastor Chris, let's do that one next week, God's will. We're going to go to Ephesians, I think that's five. We're going to touch on this a little bit, and then we're going to go also to children, obey your parents. So family and friends, TPV Radio Network family, I just want to thank you guys so much for being here. I love you guys. 
same time, same place, next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am your host, uh, uh, author, speaker, Deanne Lugrand. I want to thank Pastor Chris again. And ladies and gentlemen, we out. So walk with me, family. Let's go. Good night, everybody. Central Texas.